Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey, Life Church family, Pastor Bob here with Pastor Chris. Hello. Hey, we have another exciting episode of the Pastors Podcast today. Um, Pastor Chris and I were just talking. We want to talk a little bit about what does it mean for us to be image bearers of Christ in the culture that we live in today. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we see things throughout our culture, sense of entitlement, sense of kind of spoiledness. Sure. Um, we see also uh, just those that can struggle with the things they say, uh, people who don't know how to tame their tongue and um, things of that nature that is just kind of so common in our culture. Like, yeah, there's so many people out there who just can throw up a video and say whatever the heck they want to say yeah. and influence yeah. whoever they want. And uh, there's not really any so much repercussions obviously certain individuals can be repercussed for things that they say if they go a little too far but Mm -hmm. um it's a weird world we live in today and trying to pair that up with what does it look like as an image bearer of christ and Mm -hmm. to be countercultural. and so uh just throwing this your way pastor chris like in today's culture like how can i be a representation of christ um, without getting so caught up in all the things that are just normal yeah, in our culture. I, you know, it's, I think it's interesting that every generation has to kind of face off with this question. I mean, I'm 64. You're how old, Pastor Bob? Uh, 68. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, don't wish to be older. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, you and I have obviously a generational difference. And so my generation, when I became a Christian, we we faced off with certain issues that were going on at the time, the Vietnam War, mm. on and on. But now, as Christians, as image bearers, we ha- we have to let that be the primary directive of our lives, to borrow a phrase from Star Trek. Mm. You know, the, you remember with them, the primary directive controlled them in all of their, you know, going into outer space and, and ex- exploration. The primary directive for us is is that we are created in, in God's image. In, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, mm-hmm. then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and on the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. And so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And then God's blessed them and said, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and every living creature that moves upon the ground. And, you know, he goes on to talking about the wildlife, the seed bearing plants, those things. And it wasn't a thing of domination. It was a thing of stewardship. Mm -hmm. God says, look, I created this. I'm the master gardener. You guys I've given you the capacity to be like me on this earth so far in the area of stewardship. Now, that is something that stays with us and is literally in every human being. When we become Christians, 
we we revitalize that. That's that divine spark that comes inside of us when Jesus becomes our Savior, and we we are now, I guess you could say, put into uh, gardening clothes. We're stewards. We're the image bearers that not only is our good stewards of the earth, but we are then now, I guess you could say, evangelists. We're the ones calling to people, saying, "Come on, let's let's be like the one mm-hmm. who created us." Well. The challenge, you know, is that Adam and Eve fell, and then selfishness, self, came into the picture. And so our desires now then become in conflict with God's desires yeah. and get and gets in the way of that. And culture, I guess you could say society, culture, um, the systems of the world are not designed to get us to be like Christ. Mm. There, It's the opposite. Mm-hmm. That's why we have the Scripture. That's why we have the Holy Spirit. And so the culture always wants to master us and pull us along. Mm-hmm. And now the culture that you've been brought into versus the culture that I was brought brought into, man, it's changed. And yeah. you, know, you and I talked about it. Now it's digital. Now yeah. it's social media. Now it's AI. Uh, our our culture has been changed radically because of COVID. Think mm-hmm. about that. I mean, people, you know, more and more and more people are getting their education online. More and more people are still communicating from home, not going into the office. The question is, what does that do? Does it suppress and violate us as image bearers? Or do we take that and do a spiritual judo move and make it to where it allows us to to reach the world yeah. in a new way. Yeah, it is uh, challenging for sure. I think like uh, the word, the phrase that pops into my head as you're talking is comfort culture. Mm. Like I yeah. think it's just uh, so things are so comfortable for us uh, right now that, uh, I mean, I was just thinking like, man, I, it's, Technology, it's convenient that I have a microwave, a stove in mm-hmm. my house. Like, yeah. that's really convenient. Yeah. But in today's culture, that's not convenient enough. Like, we have all sorts of fast food places that'll make you food and you can get through the drive through in less than five minutes and have food ready to go. And that's still not convenient enough. I could call DoorDash mm-hmm. and have them go to one of those fast food places to it, pick me up food it, and drop it off. And then I have an unused stove in my house that's actually a convenience for me as well Mm -hmm. and that's just how i feel like our culture gives us these comforts and these things and and it's pretty wild to have all that convenient stuff and all this comfort but i would say if you look at americans today you would say we're the busiest we've ever been Mm. wow great even with all these convenient things that that we don't even have to you don't got to go out and chase your chicken down and cut his head off yeah. and go <laughs> pluck his feathers and do all those things like and so what is that and 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 how does that uh in a way how do we utilize those things to share the message or to be yeah. image bearers or are those things getting us to a sense where we're comfortable and we don't feel the need to press into the Lord. We don't mm. feel the need to to draw from him uh, that cup that, that he gives us that overflows, that we just have overflowing 
DoorDash apps and things that well, are on no, her phone. I like, I don't know. It's no, weird. You've nailed it on the head. And I mean, and truly, I sincerely mean that in a way that I have not really thought about it in the way that you framed it. And maybe I'm, I'm going too far, but to say that convenience is and can be an enemy to being a disciple of, of Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, of being an image bearer, because... <laughs> Like you said, we've been given this amazing thing called a microwave, right? Yeah. And that we've, we, all of us, most everybody has a car mm-hmm. and, and on and on and on, but that's still not enough. Right. I still can just, on an app, I don't even have to talk to a human being on an app and then food is, shows up at my door. Not only that, the food And then show- when the food shows up at my door, I know it's coming and I know the guy's outside the door, but I'm not going to open the door and say thank you because that's weird. I want him just to draw. And that's that is not being an image bearer of Christ. Right. If you're an image bearer of Christ, you're going to be like, oh, this stranger is at my door dropping food off. Yeah. I'm going to open the door and greet him and thank him or her. And yeah, yeah, it's we're weird, dude. So. What we have to then the evaluation of our lives then has to be what what convenience is getting in the way of me interacting with other human beings of of the opportunity to pray for a person, uh, mm-hmm. reach out to a person, uh, you know, whatever it is, or just help a person. You know, if I'm <laughs> if I'm out on out in the world on the street on the road more. Right. Then I have opportunity, more opportunities. More opportunities. Yeah. And so for us, I'd like, and here's another extreme statement I'd like to see us at Life Church as trendsetters. I'd like to see us as the people who choose to not have convenience, to mm-hmm. say, um, we're going to get together more. If you want to do that, you need to be a part of this meeting. And yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, no, no, the, you, you can't just take care of it online. Yeah. Everything's just online, right? Everything. Well, so no, we're going to do it the, the least amount of quote unquote online things as possible because we want people to be face to face with right. each other. How can you be an image bearer of Christ if you're hidden? Right. If you, if you're unseen and like, and that's, I'm not just talking about here at Life Church. I'm just talking about in our community. Like, there's opportunities in our community daily to mm. have interactions mm-hmm. and to be the hope and love of Christ. But if we're isolated by our conveniences and the things of that nature, like, it really does hinder our our gospel reach to yeah. our community. And, you know, I just... I don't know. I was talking to my uh, a friend at our young adults group last night, and he was talking about AI and, you know, just the argument that at some point, like, we all look at the technologies today and, like, we live with them, and we're so used to them that if we didn't have a phone, if we didn't have a screen TV or a computer, mm-hmm. like, we would really miss those objects. And I, I think it might, AI, artificial intelligence, might kind of be the next thing that just kind of, wiggles its way into our life and and if it's something something that we use daily and we would miss it if it was gone but i was thinking i was like you know what i wouldn't miss it if Mm -hmm. if i lost my phone and all that stuff because Mm -hmm. then i would be a lot more intentional with what's in front of me right and i think as image bearers 
there's so many things that pull at our attention that we lack the ability to be intentional with what God has put in front of us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that I think these convenient things like our phones or whatever, yada, 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 they're part of the reason why we're so busy and we feel so stressed. There's people who I'm connected to that 20 years ago, I wouldn't have had the ability to stay connected with. Like God has me in my community here in Chico, but I'm still connected to my community in Texas and Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. still feel this pressure and obligation to be in relation with that community. And I have the ability to do that with technology that maybe in a sense it's hindering what God wants to do with me Mm -hmm. and Chico and with what's in front of me. Cause in the past that would have been like, Oh, that was a season of life when I lived in Texas Mm -hmm. and Mm now I'm in Chico and this is where God has me. And this is my season of life. Mm. Yeah. But we try to hold on to all of our seasons with the things that we have now to where I think it makes us busy and stressed and anxious and we miss out on the opportunities we have in front of us to be out and be image bearers of Christ out in the world. I have a question for you, though. Do you think, though, that because we have this real, I guess you say, ease of communication through uh, text messaging or just posting comments that we are tr- we are robbed of the authenticity of a face to face. So, you know, we were talking a little bit about how James says, you know, that that the tongue mm. is one of the most difficult <laughs> things to keep under control. I found that if if I just have to have a response online to somebody, whether it's, an, uh, it's a text or whether it's responding in com- the comment section or whatever it is, versus going to that person, sitting down, looking them in the face, I think what I say behind the digital screen versus what I say face-to-face can be two mm-hmm. different things. Totally. And that the tongue is unleashed if I'm anonymous or I'm yep. behind a screen. But if I'm looking at a person, looking in their eyes, I need to be, I have a much more sense of carefulness in what I say. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I uh, was having a discussion yesterday with a dear friend of mine who his life is on the internet. Um, and he just really desires companionship. Mm-hmm. And he tries to find that through online means and he does VR headsets and stuff like that. And um, he told me yesterday, he's just sick of people. Just, it seems like just throwing him away, like just trashing mm. him Whoa. in a sense that he just doesn't feel valued by any of these online relationships he gets. And there it gets into, and that uh, people are here today and then they're just gone tomorrow. And it's like, yeah, because I think that there's been a dehumanization that's happened wow. behind screens. Like wow. you're just binary numbers to somebody who they can just take and throw away. Yeah. And that's not what God calls us to do in community. Like yeah. community, we should feel when our brother or sister leaves or when there's a conflict or something like that. Yeah. In a sense, like we should have that... Um, you know, taming the tongue in a sense, as well as a responsibility to relationships and stuff like that. But I feel like some of the technologies and the internet and behind the screen, we've lost a sense of 
um, there's actually a human on the other yeah. side. Yeah. Whether it's you're consuming something or you're in a discussion, um, that that's actually a human being like me who has feelings and yes. Yes. it's created in God's image wherever yeah. they're at in their faith yeah. or if they're a believer or not, they're still a that's right. creation of, of the father. And like for us as believers, we, we need to see that. And, yeah. and everybody, every interaction we have that like you're a, this person who's standing in front of me as a child of God. Right. And you brought it up like taming the tongue. We were talking about this and young adults group last night. And, you know, I, they got on a tangent about cussing, like is cussing really <laughs> bad. Is cussing good or bad. And it's like, we can go down that route and go back and forth. Are they just words that someone magically ascribes value to it? And does it really, mm. but the, the, the scripture I think is, is more so talking about like, what are you saying that's making others feel right. a certain way? Like, are you lighting a spark that's going to ignite the forest? Yeah. Um, and so just kind of, being careful about what we say to others and building each other up and not tearing people down. Mm -hmm. And whether you're behind a screen or face to face with somebody. Yeah, Cause it is, you know, you have to ask yourself the question, is it life giving is what I'm saying. And, and you said, you know, you're a, because of technology, you're able to talk to your friends and family in Texas. I love that. That that's the upside mm -hmm. of it. But I've been myself challenged personally to, make phone calls more yeah. now than ever it's because people get to hear my tone of voice mm -hmm. and, um, and and so on and so forth. But I think it keeps us honest. I think it keeps the tongue in check that with virtual conversations, we can be, we can light a fire, man. Yeah. And, and I don't do social media anymore. And one of the reasons I stopped, it was when I would make a post it would get hijacked. I would make just a statement and then people, mm -hmm. friend, friends that I had that didn't know each other, but they were my <laughs> friend, they that. start going at each other and they've never even met. And I was like, okay, this started a fire that's now burning out of control. <laughs> I had that happen a couple of weeks ago. It was potential to start. I, I just posted a lyric from a song on my, one of my bands that I enjoy. And it was like, oh, the, the lyric was plant the tree of life inside the heart of the machine. And my uncle, uh, my great uncle uh, commented on that. Like, could you please uh, translate that? And I was like, Oh, here we go. Here <laughs> we go. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, things like that, they get hijacked and people want to uh, talk about things behind screens. And, yeah. Uh, it's hard to bear the image of Christ when you're behind screens and yeah. not present with people. So, right. All right. Well, we talked far too long. So we that's keep going on this. That's one. all we got for this episode. So uh, love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. And I know we're all over the place. I feel like we didn't even really talk about no be being an, image an image bearer bear. and talk to someone face to face or yeah, on the phone for sure. All right. Love you guys love and you. take care. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.